ready for another episode of Wanderings and Wool Gathering? Good. Here's Foggy. Welcome to Wanderings and Wool Gathering, episode 95. Tonight's episode is brought to you by 4411 Creative Agency. Good folks at 4411 provide custom marketing and flawless execution. Creative is their middle name. Head over to 4411creative.com to find out more. On episode 95 tonight, we are discussing the latest release from Scion, and some would say first release. Came out a few weeks ago, but after listening, we could not resist. And there is no one more excited about this group than our own Metalhead Monday. Welcome, Metalhead. Step inside into his mind, his boy band time. It's Metalhead Monday. How's it going? It is going uh, very well. Thank you. So I, di- I didn't want to steal your thunder on this one because this was your baby. I wanted to make sure you got the chance to talk this one up before we discussed it because you're the one that led us to it. Yeah, so Scion, S-I-O-N, uh, which is, you know, Scion is a word. <clears throat> it's not spelled like that. But um, so, you know, when you first see it, you're like, oh, they're just changing the spelling, you know, whatever. People do that. But no. there actually is a significance. Uh, Scion is a project by uh, YouTube guitar sensation Jared Dines, and uh, uh, his apparently good friend, one Howard Jones, of (laughs) formerly of Killswitch Engage fame, and now with the band Light the Torch. And... uh, personally one of my favorite singers um i I wouldn't even put the qualification of metal singers on there he is one of my favorite singers um howard is howard's badass he can do it all and does most of it on this album so but uh scion is actually howard's middle name so thought that was pretty cool now i did not know that yeah so, and this project, I think, started a couple of years ago. You know, I don't know exactly how, but from everything I've seen, it's kind of kind of been in the works for a couple of years and just kind of, they probably just worked on it here and there and whatever. And then when, you know, sometime during this COVID deal, they're like, hey, we have time. Why don't we do that? <laughs> so... Yeah, I can't remember what they were working on, but there was something that the two, they came together on something else entirely. Hmm. And then as they were there, they said, hey, why don't we do this, this collaboration? And and they both agreed. And then, like you said, you know, COVID hits or whatever. And here we are. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, they put out like four videos already. And uh, one of the videos they put out was kind of them in the studio, which got me thinking Cause I was watching it and I'm like, okay, so there's Howard, <clears throat> excuse me. There's Howard and there's Jared. And there's obviously like a producer guy <laughs> and you see a couple of other people like hanging around, but you don't really see anybody else playing. So I'm like, who, who else played on this? So, uh, Hiram Hernandez is the producer. He also, uh, the credits I could find, it basically says the album is written by Howard Jones, Jared Dines, Hiram Hernandez, who is the producer, and Josh Gilbert. 
So Josh Gilbert is a, uh, he's a bassist and a composer. He's written and played on, on and with several projects. Uh, he was a member of As I Lay Dying. Uh, that's a pretty big name in metal. He's written for Bullet for My Valentine uh, and Light the Torch, which is obviously the Howard connection. So, and I don't know if he played all of the bass on this album, but the bass is pretty killer on this album. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. It's the four of them kind of did all this, but obviously Howard and Jared are in the spotlight. So. Yeah, and I, you know, coming to this, I didn't really know Jared. So that was new to me. I knew who mm-hmm. Howard was, and I'd heard him before. So, you know, that was an easy buy for me. But I did not know Jared, mm-hmm. and he is a very accomplished guitarist based on what you hear on this record. There's a lot of range. Yes. There's a lot of diversity. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And you mentioned the bass, and there are a couple that I wrote down that there's some super sweet bass grooves. So Very, very much so. Yeah, so I think the instruments were uh, held up, you know, against that big voice. Yeah. I don't know anything about the drums. I, I did not see anything on that. So I don't, uh, uh, a lot of Jared's stuff says multi-instrumentalist. So I don't know if that's him or if they're programmed or if they're programmed, they have a killer, killer uh, setup. Cause wow. They yeah. As I was good. listening, I did not feel like that was programmed. No, me did not either. sound like it to me. So, so I don't did, know. If, yeah. I don't know if who's playing the drums, but they sound great. Yeah, I would agree. So let's dig in. We're going to probably hit this song by song. I'm sure we'll have more to say on some than others. But um, I definitely had some notes about each one. They were very, uh, very unique in their own way. So starting off with The Blade, which, uh, boy, I can't think of a better album opener that checks all those boxes. Um, It shows us what the band's about, gave us the heavy. You get Howard doing what he does best, which is both things. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. got that nasty growl, but then he's just killer with his big voice and melody. And um, and it's it's heavy metal enough. And there's also kind of a radio aspect to it, which I think makes it a great opening song. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much radio play it would get. I, I mean... On like maybe like liquid metal on Sirius or something, but yeah, that regular terrestrial radio. I don't know. There's there's not too many stations left out there that <laughs> play this kind of stuff. No, but, probably not. But that chorus definitely lends itself. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. more radio friendly, I guess. Yes, uh, yeah. This one, the guitar, mm. it has kind of a a little bit of a gent feel, but but not. I would never say that this song is a, a gent type song, but it has a little bit of that feel. Um, the the sound, the tone more than anything. But uh, yeah, as you said, it's it's a fantastic opener. This was this was the first single they released with the video, and man, I it got me so excited to hopefully hear more. And now we have that, so. Yeah, that's I. This what a way to kick off a record. Yeah, I, <clears throat> and that's one of the things we like to do on the show is, is talk about the album opener because we like to view albums as this whole artistic piece, 
and so I, I felt like that was probably the best song on the record for it, and they chose it, and it's fantastic. Yep. The second one, Drown, was one that I went, I listened to a couple of times. Is I just listened to the whole album, and it didn't really grab me. But digging in a little bit more, and I've, I don't know how many times you've listened, but I've probably listened through completely at least 12, 13 times. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, it hit me. And I think part of it is just super cool great, uh, bass groove that this one has was fantastic and then the lyrically and the ideas of the song i love this idea about pain seems like there there's a lot of pain being expressed on this record and yeah maybe that's what howard's dealing with uh in the writing but i love the idea that that pain actually can help heal us like rain in the song but then it sort of shifts a little bit and it talks about how you know we can't completely be healed because even embers can burn which mm-hmm. I kind of dug that idea. And then at the end, he seems to come to some sort of resolution and he accepts that it's over and, and he moves on. So I ended up really liking this song, probably in my top three. Yeah, Howard does. He writes a lot from that perspective, kind of. Uh, uh, he seems to, I, I, I don't know, I guess, like a lot of great artists and singers and, you know, metal singers especially but they he seems to have a lot of pain and feel very deeply and you know he kind of gets it out through his music and uh, i mean that's kind of a hallmark of of his stuff so it's pretty common um you touched on the bass in this song Uh, the bass line itself is pretty killer but man the tone really for the whole record the bass tone that they got is fantastic um it just this was the first song where i was like "Ooh, yeah but uh i really 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 dig the bass on this song um i think this is a good second track to follow the blade because the blade comes out swinging and it's heavy and this one is a little more i laid back is the wrong word it's a little more i mean it's definitely you know it's all clean vocals so there's a little bit of a tone shift there and i think it kind that these two like the one after the other kind of sets the tone for the rest of the record where they're going to go all over the place so i i i kind of dig that this one also drown also has a video which is pretty cool yeah i'd say we both um Dug that one. That brings us to more than just myself. And I thought this one a great mix of super heavy guitars and just nasty drum fills. And uh, vocals here are insane. Um, I love that. And I, it's, and again, it feels like it continues that theme from the previous song with the pain. You know, free mm-hmm. me from the ghosts that haunt me. Yep. Um, I lo- I'm everything you fear. I'm becoming more than just myself. Just mm-hmm. feels like he's kind of grabbed a hold of it here, and um, and he's taken off with it. Um, and I like it too that it comes off of a very clean vocal song, mm-hmm. and then we get this one that hits so hard. Yeah, uh, this one has much more of a kind of a classic metal core feel, like coming, you know, Howard coming from Kill Switch Engage. That they're, they're 
you know, one of the original metalcore bands. And this one has a bit more of that feel with the, the structure of the song and stuff. Um, I really love two things on this song. Um, the, the bridge, when it starts out with that spoken bridge and it just, he kind of, he starts out speaking plainly and just kind of gets each line gets a little angrier and angrier. And then, you know, kind of that, gut punch where the the hard guitars kick back in as he's screaming that last line it's very cool um and this one actually uh there's this really cool undertone of keyboards in that they're very much mm -hmm. in the background they're not front and center but it just adds this really cool layer of texture that it, it sounds really nice yes i agree completely Next up is the worst way. <clears throat> it feels like another on a roller coaster here. We we go a little softer with this one again. A uh, bit of a somber track. Super power powerful uh, vocally. Great melody. This one has lots of emotion in it and a really catchy chorus that mm -hmm. is good. And it seems like in this one he's kind of backtracked. Now he's helpless. You know, it's almost like the antithesis of the previous song because now yeah. I know I'm giving up. You know. And yeah. I think when it comes to emotions and dealing with pain, I think that's really where you are. You're all over the place. Sometimes you have a handle, sometimes you don't. And it yep. seems to be that maybe that's where Howard is in this. And I, I assume I we're making some assumptions, but I assume he's writing this from a very authentic place, what he's feeling. And um, if not, he's really sold it well because the vocals <laughs> really going to sell that. So I'm buying in. But um, another another great track. I really like this one. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, emotions themselves are a roller coaster. You know, if you're anything you deal with, sometimes you feel great about it. Sometimes it overwhelms you. And that's reflected here, I think. And um, <clears throat> this one had another just absolutely stellar bass line. It's pretty killer. But yeah, I like this one quite a bit. Uh, buried alive and wide awake. I'm not entirely sure what to make of this song, other than maybe yeah. you're terribly aware of your surroundings, even if they're not good. But the one thing that really kind of sticks in my head every time I hear this is there's a, especially in the opening, but it, it kind of repeats throughout. It sounds like it came straight off of "We Are Not Your Kind." It's the guitar, the tone, the uh, the really fast paced. Um, rhythmic riff that it has it sounds like it could have fit snugly right there after Nero Forte or something um, yeah I, I can't get it out of my head when I listen to it now yeah this one's got um, some pretty good dynamics going uh, you know they speed up and slow down and speed up and slow down and it's yeah there's some really really killer grooves in this song some very cool guitar grooves in this one and uh yeah, I, I just, I can't, I mean, I feel like it's just a redundancy at this point, but I <laughs> you just can't say enough about Howard's delivery. And it's it's that line, that title line, when he sings that Buried Alive and Wide Awake is just like, oh, killer. Just kind of hits you. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Uh, next up is Skyfall. Um, this one, I, I don't think this one originally hit me hard. It took a couple listens for me to really dig into this one, but 
I love it. It's, it's super rhythmic. It's got some great rise and fall in the music. And it has probably my standout line from the record. You don't know that you're in hell when you're living it. Like you're, you can't see the forest for the trees kind of concept. Yeah. But especially when you're dealing with all the songs and the pain that he's talking about throughout most of these songs, you kind of get it when you're in it. You don't know that you're in it. And uh, this one also seems to be that he's reaching out to someone rather than speaking to himself. I always felt like those other songs kind of had this sort of monologue going, and this one feels like he's really speaking out to someone else here. Could be totally yeah. wrong, but I dig the song. That that line that you're referring to, it's, yeah, you don't know, like you don't realize you're in the hell when you're living it. Yeah, it's that's such a great concept because it's so true. It's just like you know, you live through something and then years later you look back on it and you're like, holy shit, like what that was insane. I can't believe that happened. And you know, how did I allow myself to get to that point and that kind of thing? And it's also along with that, you know, if if you are trying if if like you are seeing someone live through something like that it's all it's almost like you can't really make them see it either you know because they don't they just there's something something about it i don't know it's a weird thing with us crazy humans it's like we throw up these blinders and it's like this is what's happening i have to get through it and whatever and you just don't see every aspect of what's happening around you until you're through it and you're like whoa what what just happened you just you don't have time to sit and reflect yeah. and i can tell you that when i was athletic director it was four and a half years and it was 70 hour weeks and constantly on call and it was for high school sports yeah and you look back <laughs> and think oh my god i just pretty much gave up my life for that whole time for <laughs> high school sports <laughs> and 2a yeah for small school and I, you know that's where i was didn't see it at the time i was so busy doing all the time and sit and reflect on anything so that one hit me i like that that was a fantastic line yeah uh, that brings us to endless war mm -hmm. super fast-paced song uh for me the drums stood out here it, just, it almost felt like at one point the drums were just running beside the guitars it was frantic and <laughs> high paced i really dug that and um i didn't take away this as one of my favorite songs this is probably towards the bottom Mm -hmm. uh, of the album for me and i still liked it so it's not like you know some yeah. you know like oh my god i'll never listen to that song again it works within the context of the album it just wasn't my favorite one here yeah uh, I, that the concept of the you know i'm fighting an endless war and that's just you know more of that it's always something you're always dealing with something and it's in the case of this song, it, it seems like it's never good. So, and you're just constantly fighting that endless war in your head and just trying to live and it, it gets heavy sometimes. Yeah. Would you, where would you put this towards the top half or bottom half of the album for you? Um, Probably bottom half skyfall and endless war were kind of, I don't, it's almost like I'm sitting here talking about it now and I'm thinking about, I'm like, mm, this is, this might be where I go grab a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> next up is a constant reminder. And God, I love this one. 
awesome blast beats. We got uh, chugging guitars. The growl is just killer in this one. And then again, we got the huge chorus. You know, yeah. Uh, he just God, he's so good. He goes from one to the other, and it's so seamless. And he's just got that huge voice. And again, we're dealing with pain, so it fits. But I love this. Was a top half of the album for me. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite tracks on the album. And that's just I'm in my notes. I gave it a Jamie Josta hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this one, this one was great. I, I, nothing but good things here. It's, I, Jared's guitar parts are killer. And I mean, Howard's just doing what Howard does. So I, I love this one. Yeah. Something to live for. Next, I didn't have a ton on this one except for it definitely hits hard. His growl is killer again. And mm -hmm. I feel like there's the similar formula with the growls and the big chorus and all of that. So um didn't stand out for me, didn't dislike it, but um not super noteworthy for me. Uh same. Yeah. I I, I don't really have anything to add to or argue with that. <laughs> it's good. It <laughs> you know, I every song on this album is good, but Taking it as a whole, yeah, this was probably in my bottom half. Yeah. Next up, Great Deceiver. Uh, super cool opening. I'm not sure what exactly made those sounds, but I kind of dug that a lot. <laughs> and then um, just crazy intensity when he says, don't let me speak, cut my throat, don't let me speak. The intensity in those lines really just like kind of made me pause for a second. Super cool. Um, and then of course we're back, back to pain again. Mm -hmm. There aren't any really happy songs here. Um, uh, he says my life, if I watched it fade away, fell for the great deceiver. Haven't we? Mm -hmm. all? Right. So cool. Yeah. Song. This was another standout track for me. Uh, the, I love the dynamics in this song with the, the guitar riffs and the vocals. I mean, all, all of the guitar, the different guitar parts are just kind of woven together seamlessly. And Howard's vocals, or he seems to hit so many, he so many different parts of his range on this one. And man, it just this this one really works for me. It's it's one of my highlights. Yeah, great song. We have two to go. Next up, the penultimate song, "Dying of the Light." Um, I had great opening guitar work, super heavy drums, um, breakdown was cool, and then this catchy, fast-paced chorus. And, of course, we know <laughs> we both love these choruses with Howard. And I love when he says, do you dare, dare to believe again? You have one life to live. Finally, like, you know, you got to do something. There's all mm -hmm. this pain and all these things, but you know what? You only got one chance at this. And so it almost seems like the answer to some of the things he's been talking about. Yeah. Um, musically touching on what you've already said, I, the breakdown at the end is stellar. It is, there's, I, I feel like there's not really a ton of those on here. So this one, it really stands out where just like the songs feels like it's wrapping up and then they just dive into this killer slow breakdown and like, oof, man, that hits hard. But, um, Yeah. It's and I just forgot my other point. It was what you were saying about <laughs> good God. It's that breakdown. Give us that again. Yeah, because no. it was great. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> Last song, Inside the Hollow. 
again talking about how we put an album together the mm -hmm. opener the closer what a beautiful closer to this it record is. it's really it's a ballad it in some ways you maybe feel like it doesn't belong on a record with all of this growling of things but to me it was the perfect one i was hooked after those first few lines um getting tired of crying the tears are cracking through my mask you know like he's breaking down finally he's opening up mm -hmm. um so good his voice is just beautiful here the guitar work um you know we're used to these heavy chugs and all this you know craziness that went on with guitars and here we got some intricate excellent guitar work yeah and um just and the the video is cool to watch him belt this out <laughs> i watched that today so great song great closer inside the hollow yes uh the as far as the closing track this is an absolute solid closer it kind of it's it's almost like a cool down at the end of a workout you know it's like we've been going so hard and then you get to this song and you just kind of relax and breathe and chill out and as you're walking away from it and really really great closing track um and this one has probably my favorite line from the album and i don't know if i love the line more or howard's delivery of the line more but it's the man when he sings the i lost it all and then i lost it all again it's oh that's like a gut punch man it's it's so so heavy and um you you touched on the video and I, I chuckled when you said the video is cool because I think this video is a little silly. <laughs> um, it's uh, I do. I like the Howard aspect of this video because it's just I mean, it, it really just shows him singing mostly to camera or driving the truck and singing or whatever. And, and Jared kind of playing in the background and whatever. And so the Howard part is fine. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with watching a good singer sing mm. and, you know, he's obviously feeling it at the end, you know, you see him kind of roll a tear and whatever, as he's driving the truck. And I'm like, Oh, that's, you know, brother, I feel, I feel it. But, uh, the Jared part of the video, I think is kind of silly because it starts out, you know, he's playing that acoustic riff and whatever, and he just plays an acoustic guitar through the whole video. And I'm like, that's no, that's not, <laughs> it's not like he even plays like the solo and stuff on the, I'm like, no, what are you doing? Well, it just looks silly. <laughs> My focus was entirely on Howard. Yeah. And I felt like the lyrics and that was really the focus of the song. So that's where yes. I, I felt like it was nice just to see it all stripped back and him just, Standing there out in the field or whatever, belting yeah. that song out. So that's what I really dug about that. Yeah. <clears throat> Just an observation. <laughs> I like it. That's a good observation. We're going to call his record company and ask why in the world he didn't play more, <laughs> more guitars on the You video. can't take two guitars on the set, you know? <laughs> or you can just have triple necks and, you know, yeah, do the whole thing. Uh, it was, just struck me as funny. All right. Well, it is time. So final out of five what do we think and will you listen again uh, i mean i've defined again because i feel like i've almost worn it out already but uh yeah I, i'll be listening to this one for a long time i have a howard jones playlist on spotify it's called the mojo of hojo 
<laughs> and uh, it's so got you listen to in those shabby motels. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as soon as this came out, I put it all on, I put every track on here on that playlist. So it's, it's all there. So um, I'm definitely all in on this one. And I, like I said, Howard is one of my favorites. So if not my absolute favorite, he's just, I love everything he does. So, and he seems like a genuinely awesome person, which it, you know, always helps. So, uh, personally, I would probably go five out of five on this one. Cool. Um, I always leave a little room at the top just in case, but I would definitely easily give it a four and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, there was just nothing on here that was glaringly like, what a crap song, you know? Oh no. And I never want to say that anyway, cause it's somebody else's work, but there wasn't anything that is like truly skip worthy to my ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really dug it. Um, his voice is just super killer. The music stood up with him, which was nice. I just love these guys who can growl and then sing. And there's a lot of them mm-hmm. out there. And it just, yeah. you know, and I, I think some people that like metal dislike this idea that they have the choruses that are melodic and they sing. They want all growl the whole time. I love mm-hmm. the mix of the two. I do too. I do too. I absolutely love it. Yeah. That's it, what uh, the whole the whole metalcore thing like that that is one of the I don't know, I guess tenets of mm-hmm. metalcore is you have the growling vocals and the singy chorus and that, you know, that kind of stuff. So, and Howard I don't know if it's accurate to say he came from that world cuz he had a band before Kill Switch. Right. That's pretty much all growling and screaming and stuff but in kill switch i feel like he really found his groove and he's amazing at what he does and he's one of the best so yeah no i i think you got a guy who can do it you know why wouldn't you use every aspect uh, of what a person can yeah. do he's very Absolutely. gifted at both so you make the songs better by doing both. So I'm a huge fan of that formula and um, four and a half for me. And I've listened to it. I listened to it at least three times today. So I will continue listening and preparing for our end of the year spectacular. So we have no new music, so I can just continue listening. It's awesome. There you go. So that wraps up. What is this episode? 94? Five, you said. Woo, 95. We are closing in on a hundred. One hundo. So that brings us to episode uh, 96, which is our next one. It'll be the end of the year spectacular. I cannot wait to find out what we share with you all on that one. Mr. Mundy, if people want to find you on social media, where would they do that? Uh, just look me up on Instagram at Metalhead Mundy. That's M-U-N-D-Y. Yes, and I am Foggy's Pal. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Wanderings and Wool Gathering on Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and SoundCloud. And you can find album, movie, TV, and comics reviews at wanderingsandwoolgathering.com. Drop by there to check out the latest from Ben for 11, Chuck Wright, and Beauty and Chaos. And if you've seen Spider-Man, check out the mega review from our entertainment correspondent, Ray Goldfield. There's some great stuff. He is very insightful. You want to check that out. Until we see you again, 
for our end of the year spectacular on episode 96. Bye now.